Happy Monday, everybody. My name is Brandon Rosa, and welcome to episode 170 of the Xbox in 10 podcast, your weekly source of Xbox gaming news covered in around 10 minutes. Every Monday, this podcast covers new game releases, previous week's gaming news, and we all learn an Xbox-related fun fact together. This show is on YouTube and podcast services around the world, so please do me that favor, subscribe in your favor, and then leave a positive review if you like it. Xboxin10.com, no numbers, is your quick source for links to all of our podcast destinations and social media profiles, which you can follow at Xboxin10. To start, let's talk game releases. The big games out last week include Saints Row, eFootball 2023, F1 Manager 2022, and Pac-Man World Repack. The games coming out this week include Commandos 3 HD Remaster, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles The Cowabunga Collection, Tinykin, Zero Escape Zero Time Dilemma, Destroy All Humans 2 Reprobed, Aliens Fireteam Elite Pathogen, Back for Blood Children of the Worm, Chenzo Club, Onset Master, The Mysteries of Ranko Tawaga Murder on the Marine Express, Fairy Elements, Food Truck Tycoon, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure All-Star Battle R, Train Sim World 3, and Lego Brawls. Now to last week's biggest news stories, and we have 8 to cover this week. Number 1. No plans for Xbox Series X and S price increase following Sony's PS5 hike. Luke Albagees at True Achievements writes, Sony today announced that it will raise the retail price of the PlayStation 5 in multiple territories due to the quote, global economic environment, end quote. But Microsoft has confirmed that it has no plans to follow suit with the Xbox Series X and S. The PS5 price increase, as reported earlier today by our sister site True Trophies, will see street prices raised across multiple markets, Europe, the UK, Japan, China, Canada, Mexico, and Australia. Since Sony announced the price hike, a Microsoft spokesperson has informed Windows Central that there are currently no plans for a similar increase to the cost of getting hold of an Xbox Series X or S console. Sony Interactive Entertainment boss Jim Ryan stated that the price increase is, quote, a necessity given the current global economic environment and its impact on SIE's business, end quote, adding that, quote, our top priority continues to be improving the PS5 supply situation, end quote. Microsoft's situation is, of course, a little different, with Xbox Game Pass seen as its flagship product and playable on all kinds of devices without the need for a console, something that can't be said for most of Sony's key releases until they eventually end up on PC. With inflation riding high and fuel and energy costs continuing to rise, there's nothing to say that an Xbox price hike won't prove necessary down the line, but it's at least reassuring that there's nothing planned on the front presently. This was obviously very reassuring to see, and I think a great move by Xbox. They can take that loss of not marking up their console about $30, which is what it equates to across the other territories if we're talking about the US dollar for what they increased the PS5. This is not good press for them. This is only going to drive Xbox console sales in these other territories as the Game Pass gets stronger, and especially when we get into 2023, when the game releases are going to be hot and frequent, and the first party from Microsoft is finally going to show up. It's going to be interesting to see if this is a pivotal moment in how console sales compare from Microsoft and Sony. Number two, Lies of P is coming to Xbox Game Pass. Tom Ivan at VGC writes, The action Souls-like game is inspired by the story of Pinocchio. Microsoft has seemingly confirmed that Lies of P is headed to Game Pass. The game is one of a number of titles from Xbox's third-party partners that are playable at the platform's holders Gamescom booth this week. On Tuesday, Aaron Greenberg, Microsoft GM of Xbox Games Marketing, tweeted an image showing the Lies of P demo station which promotes the title as coming to Xbox Game Pass. Quote, inspired by the familiar story of Pinocchio, Lies of P is an action Souls-like game set in a dark, belle epoque world, guiding Pinocchio on his unrelenting journey to become human, end quote, according to developer and publisher Neowiz. The company has indicated that it has plans to premiere a new Lies of P trailer at Gamescom, which could be officially announced for Game Pass, which it was. This game is wild to look at and is certainly making the rounds in the Souls community. 
I think it looks very cool. I love the art style. I love that they're making this dark version of Pinocchio. Souls games and me have not cooperated thus far in my life. I do want to give Elden Ring a shot. I'm hoping that it comes to Game Pass one day. If not, I'll buy it on a sale in the years to come. But go check out this game, especially if you're interested in Souls-like games. It looks very cool and it is coming to Game Pass, so maybe I will try it there. Number three, Pentiment launches into Xbox Game Pass this November. Heidi Nicholas at Your Achievements writes, we now have a date for when narrative adventure Pentiment launches for Series X and S, Xbox One, PC, Xbox Game Pass, and PC Game Pass this November. Set in the 16th century, Pentiment sees us becoming entangled in a series of murders which take place over 25 years. Pentiment launches in Xbox Game Pass and PC Game Pass on November 15th. Quote, explore history in the modern time through the style of illuminated manuscripts and early modern woodcuts. Pentiment is a narrative adventure game set in 16th century Upper Bavaria in the time of the Holy Roman Empire. And quote, explains Obsidian's Director of Communications, Mikey Dowling. Quote, you will take on the role of Andreas Mailer, a very clever journeyman artist who gets caught up in a series of murders and scandals that span 25 years in the fictional town of Tassing and Kirsu Abbey, end quote. This is obviously a much smaller game. I believe it was 10 people working on this game over the last couple of years. It looks very cool with the art style. I don't know if it's going to be for me. I love story-based games, but I'm at least excited to get my hands on it because, again, the barrier to entry is non-existent with our Game Pass subscription. Love that part of it. The previews over the last week have at least been positive with people who got to see the game not play it yet. I'm excited to see more and get my hands on it in a little over two months. Number four, Xbox Game Pass friends and family leaks suggest you can share it with your friends. Tom Warren at The Verge writes, A leak of potential branding for Microsoft's upcoming Xbox Game Pass family subscription suggests you'll be able to share a subscription with friends too. Microsoft stated it's testing Xbox Game Pass family plan in Ireland and Colombia earlier this month, and now Twitter leaker Agaramenti Lumia has spotted Game Pass friends and family branding. This leak could mean Microsoft isn't thinking about restricting Xbox Game Pass Ultimate subscribers to sharing their benefits with just immediate family members. The current preview allows Game Pass Ultimate subscribers to pay €21.99 per month in Ireland instead of the regular $12.99 per month, in an unnamed test plan that includes sharing subscription benefits with up to four others. Microsoft doesn't currently mention a family restriction in its test plan only that people need to be in the same country. Microsoft currently offers Xbox Game Pass or Xbox Game Pass for PC for $9.99 per month. Neither includes online multiplayer capabilities, but you can upgrade to Xbox Game Pass Ultimate for $14.99, and this unlocks Game Pass for console, PC, EA Play Access, and online multiplayer. This new family plan will now likely be branded Xbox Game Pass Friends and Family, will include all the same Xbox Game Pass Ultimate benefits for four other friends or family members. That includes access to Xbox Cloud Gaming, Xbox Live, and even the PC Game Pass versions of games. This is very interesting, and I'm not sure why they would do it. As you see other subscription services, such as Netflix, really cracking down on sharing your accounts out, Microsoft seems to be embracing that with this idea of Game Pass fans and family. Excited to see more when they formally announce it for the US. Number 5. Destiny 2 Lightfall arrives in February with new subclass map and more. Ryan Dinsdale at IGN writes, Bungie has revealed a ton of new information regarding Destiny 2's upcoming Lightfall expansion, including a February 28 release date. Announced during its Destiny 2 Showcase 2022, Lightfall will mark the beginning of the end, and is set to be the next major expansion that pushes Destiny's 2 story and gameplay forward, featuring the game's second darkness subclass called Strand. The new style of play appears to be heavily linked to traversal as players will use it to grapple and swing around a whole new Destiny 2 map on Neptune. Strand involves the manipulation of spooky green psychic energy and will materialize in different ways depending on which class the player uses. The Neptune map is called Neoluna, a newly discovered city built by an alternate evolution of humanity. Unlike the derelict and destroyed communities that the known version of humans left behind, however, this new city is a thriving metropolis. 
It acts as a battlefield in Lightfall, as Kalos arrives allied with the new big bad, The Witness, and the player is tasked with saving the day once again. Guardian Ranks is another new feature coming to Destiny 2 and Lightfall, with the intention being to introduce new players to every element of the game. The 11 available ranks will take players through each type of activity, map, raid, and so on in order to slowly but surely explain how each part of Destiny 2 works. Also on the accessibility front, Bungie is adding a fire team finder, essentially cooperative matchmaking, sometime in 2023. Given that Lightfall is also the next part in an ongoing story being told in the Light and Darkness saga, Bungie has confirmed it will not remove any past expansions so that new players can experience the entire story. To celebrate the announcement, Bungie has also made every one of the game's expansions free for one week starting on August 23rd. This looks excellent. As I am hopelessly addicted to Destiny 2 right now, I cannot wait to play this game on February 28th. Me and my friends did just try to do the challenge mode of the new raid. Could not complete it. I'm excited to give a little break away from Destiny, but obviously still very excited. Lightfall looks awesome. Give me that grapple hook ASAP. Number six, Gotham Knights gets a new release date and villains trailer. Jordan Midler at VGC writes, Warner's game will be released four days earlier than previously announced. The Gotham Knights release date has been moved forward by four days to October 21st, 2022. It's set on Tuesday. The publisher also revealed a new Gotham Knights villains trailer viewable below. It reveals mastermind criminal influencer Harley Quinn in the shape-shifting Colossus Clayface. Quote, there's a storm coming and Renee Monteo knows she can't trust the GCPD to fight it. End quote, reads the trailer description. Quote, she must ally herself with our knights before it's too late. Will they stand a chance against the wrath of Mr. Freeze, Harley Quinn, Clayface, and the Court of Owls as they each try to take over Gotham City? Or will the villains reign over Gotham? End quote. Wanted to throw this update in here as we usually don't get game announcements that are not delays, but release dates pushed up. Only by a couple days to give it some space from some of the bigger games launching this fall. A good move by them. I still don't know about this game. I was initially excited for it when we first saw it, but now I just have no hype around it. Hoping for good reviews, then maybe I'll pick it up with my friends. We shall see. Number 7. The Dark Pictures The Devil and Me arrives this November. Ryan Dinsdale at IGN writes, Bandai Namo has confirmed to IGN at Gamescom that The Dark Pictures The Devil and Me will be released on November 18th. Coming to PS4, PS5, Xbox One, and Series X and S and PC, The Devil and Me acts as a Dark Pictures Anthology Season 1 finale, concluding the collection of stories that began with 2019's Man of Madon. The unfortunate cast of characters in this episode are part of an entertainment TV series that's struggling to get views when a mysterious stranger invites them to a faithful recreation of the H.H. Holmes murder castle. However, they're filled with hope at the chance to revive their show. Things take the turn for the worse, of course, and the team finds themselves at the heart of a whole new series of spooky things going on. Developer Supermassive Games most recently released The Quarry, another branching paths horror game that acts as a proper spiritual successor to 2015's Until Dawn but is otherwise focused on the Dark Pictures anthology in recent years. The series also appears to be a major part of the developer's future, having filed trademarks for another six Dark Picture games back in February. I still have not given any of these games a chance. I loved Until Dawn, I've enjoyed half of the quarry, I just haven't gone back to beat it, and these games have always intrigued me, but they just seem to be middling. Nothing really took the internet by storm, maybe this one's a change of pace, maybe I'll play them all when they're finally out. Who knows, but for the horror series and branching narrative fan, this one might be for you. And number eight, the Game Awards returns in December with a new category. Rebecca Valentine at IGN writes, Today the Game Awards announced it will return for a ninth year on Thursday, December 8th, broadcast from LA's Microsoft Theater. The show will be live streamed across numerous digital platforms, including YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. It'll also include live showings at select IMAX theaters as in past years. Public tickets for the in-person show are expected to be made available this year as well, pending CDC and LA health and safety guidelines. As before, Jeff Keighley remains executive producer of the show alongside Kimmy Kim. 
In addition to the usual musical guest and pass award categories, the Game Awards will include a new category, Best Adaptation. Best Adaptation will recognize creative work that authentically adapts video game intellectual property into other popular media, including but not limited to theatrical movies, streaming shows, podcasts, novels, and comic books. The Game Awards, our big end-of-the-year show to try and celebrate awards, but really, it's all about the announcements now. Unfortunately, that seems to be the case, but I'm always very hyped for it. Let us not forget that the Xbox Series X console was announced at the Game Awards a couple years back. This is exciting. Let's see what the big ones are, and Xbox always seems to bring at least one big one for us. So we won't have to wait too much long. December 8th is not that far away. As always, we end our show with a fun fact about Xbox, and since we aren't going to be increasing the Xbox Series X or S price anytime soon, Let's look at what every Xbox console launched at with price and what the adjusted price would be for current inflation. Let's go back in time. The original Xbox launched in 2001 for $299. Adjusted for inflation, that would be now $483. Back in 2005, the Xbox 360 launched for $299. Currently, that would be $442. The Xbox One, back in 2013, launched for $499. Adjusted today, that would be $610. The Xbox Series S, which launched in 2020 for $299, would now be $328. And lastly, the Series X, which launched in 2020 for $499, would be $547. Think about those prices. Adjusted for inflation, the Xbox One, that horrible VCR would connect, $610? My goodness. Thank you all for listening to the Xbox in 10 podcast, your weekly source of Xbox gaming news covered in around 10 minutes. If you like the show, please subscribe to your favorite podcast service, share with your friends, do me a favor, leave a review, and follow on all social media at Xbox and 10. This past week, I went hard, hard, hard grinding to get ready for that challenge with King's Fall Raid. We unfortunately couldn't do it, but it was a fun experience nonetheless. I'm excited to finish the raid and then maybe give myself a break from Destiny as we come into some important game releases. For me personally, I'll be switching over to my PlayStation to play The Last of Us Part 1, as The Last of Us is my favorite game of all time. My name is Brian Rosie. You can follow me on Xbox at Rosa93. Hope you all have a great week. Stay safe and then keep on gaming.